Take a Ride podcast. I'm your host here, Starks. You can find me on my Twitter handle. It's at Starks underscore industry. Uh, I changed my Instagram uh, information up. It's actually Jesus Christ follower underscore. Uh, you can follow me on there. I actually answer the faith questions and I'll still do fantasy sports related questions there too. Um, this episode in particular, we are going to unpack more strictly. We know that the games are back, uh, the regular season for those that are doing the restart of the season, playing uh, fantasy still, or at least getting back into the fantasy th- swing of things. You guys are the true legends. Um, but obviously, as you guys know, this is a dynasty driven podcast. Also, there was a listener that had mentioned, you know, college players. I will make sure to dig into that as far as at least releasing one or two to talk about. I have been, I, I, I'm sorry, I keep saying I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better with, and I keep getting busy and, and I do apologize, but I will hopefully, hopefully the, the, the attempt is to work on a college uh, player or two for the next episode. Um, but before we get into this episode in particular, what we're going to talk about is, um, well, before I do that, you guys check out newlifefantasy.com, join the mailing list, join as a member for free. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the to this podcast. Subscribe if you have any, actually any podcast format. Uh, but if you have iTunes, make sure you review it and give us a five-star rating. It helps the, the brand to continue to grow. And the YouTube channel is up and down, but I know this podcast is what you guys want. And I will look to do better in that. Uh, as you guys know, and if you don't know now, you know I'm a faith believer in Christ. So my uh, a lot of my work is more geared towards that. That's why it's been a little bit more difficult for me lately. So I do apologize. The goal is to at least get back to the swing of things of at least an episode or two a week. Just been just been difficult, but you guys don't want to hear that. I get it right. But I wanted to also share that. So this uh, well, I'm ready to take people off for a ride. It's been a while. So this episode in particular, what we are going to talk about, I think it just needs to be aimed towards the injuries. And uh, it, this, is, this is tough, right? So we will talk about, I think it makes sense to talk about Ben Simmons. That is the the big news that actually happened today. Ben Simmons is diag- uh, diagnosed with a subluxation and, and hooked on phytics, as you guys know, uh, on his left patella. And he's looking, he's listed out, but he's looking for treatment on his uh, patella. But it looks like we would not be surprised if he is out for the whole season. Uh, I know it hasn't been, hasn't been registered that yet. Um, Well, excuse me, he's not out for the whole season, but he's out indefinitely right now, which is a concern. I know Brett Brown was very, very, uh, in his feelings or in his in his emotions when asked about it. So I will say that for him to be emotional about Ben Simmons is not a good sign. Who is this going to obviously boost in fantasy and even in reality NBA? We know about the guy that we love to talk about here. The guy that I juiced the orange on is Shake, 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 Shake Milton, right? Milton Bradley, but you know, Shake Milton that is. Uh, but he's going to get a, a nice boost. But He's already was starting next to Ben Simmons, but he's going to have to take more of a usage role on this team. I think, as you guys know, before Ben Simmons was hurt at one point in time and he was anchoring a team with Embiid and wasn't doing too bad. And what I like about Shake Milton is he's not afraid to get into uh, Joel Embiid's face. And that just tells me that he's ready to take the bull by the horns, but he's not going to be this. You know, he's not going to be this massive NBA superstar, but we know that he can do good on the court. 
But as far as Ben Simmons, this is tough because I know I have been so hard on Ben Simmons for quite some time. But as you guys know, maybe on the last episode or two, the love for Ben Simmons for me has quite grown because I believe he is going to take those three-point shots and he was starting to, right? And the mentality of him is just like, it's this is really sad news, right? So, but in a dynasty format, this is not something you panic about. If you are able to pill for him off a of GM, you know, then then you do it. But if you are a GM and, and have him rostered on your team, I would not be panicked or panicking at all to try to trade him. Okay, so that is man, this is really bad news. And honestly, with the regular season, I, I just. The Sixers would have been a nice dark horse team to come out potentially from the East to do something, right? And and that's something we're going to unfortunately miss. That's not to say Ben Simmons is like completely out. We know he, I would say it's safe to say he's going to be out for the, the remaining of the restart of the season. The playoffs, that is where we're going to look at for any updates. I'm sure by the end uh, of when I, you know... Um, record this podcast, then that might not be available or some more news will formulate to say, hey, he might be out for the whole season or hey, he might come back, you know, but I I won't have it probably on this episode. Right. So but at least you guys know, you know, where we're staying. Another piece of injury news is obviously Aaron Gordon and his left hamstring. He'll be reevaluated in a few um, few days and hopefully he's okay. There's just all these injuries that's happening already. And this sucks. I mean, to be honest with you, it really sucks because we want everybody to be at full health before the actual season uh, comes back. Well, hold on for a second. I'm recording while obviously news and games are going on. So it looks like Simmons, he's just out indefinitely. It doesn't look like the MRI, the MRI comes back clean. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's still concerning. But anyways, let's let's get back to it. Uh, excuse me. So where was I going? Oh yeah. So as far as uh Aaron Gordo, we like to call him Gordo here. You know, that is something we want to also mirror and look at to see how long he could potentially be out. Ah, something happened there on the podcast. Oh, oh well, the show must continue. Uh, but yeah, as far as Aaron Gordon, Dynasty GMs, they have him rostered. Uh, hold on to him. Uh, man, I know he was his his value started to pump plummet down. It was just a gut feeling I was saying, man. I was like, man, you know what? I think Aaron Gordon's going to change. It was just something about it. I was trying to get him on a cheap from uh, LT, but it just he he started to cook and the rest is history and he was starting to look good in fantasy. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be a great player, but, you know, a decent player, I think. Anyways, let's just get back at, at things at hand. Now, this one hurts my heart and it, it really hurts. And it's my boy that I was and I'm still huge on. And actually, a listener had put out there and I and I and I seen it and I, I appreciate the kind words uh mentioning the podcast there sir uh so I, I will talk about this trade actually now let me bring it up but it's Jonathan Isaac right so Jonathan Isaac is honestly one of those players that I I I'm gonna juice the orange on so much not because not because he's a great player in real life not just because 
He's a great fantasy player. And if you guys heard on episode 200, I went in depths of the skill set of Jonathan Isaac versus some other player, other players that it might have been shocking to other, you know, GMs, which or, you know, industry experts in a sense, which could be understandable. Uh, But I would always say that at least I'll share this moment of clarity is if Jonathan Isaac ever and I know we, we all know he's injured and he's out torn. Was it either? Was it the ACL? I believe. Yeah, he tore his ACL, um, which sucks, man. It really, oh, it hurts. Um, but I, oh, gosh, you know, I was saying like, if this guy ever potentially gets a usage rate, it's it's over. It's over in a good way because he was putting up at one point in time top twenty five inside top thirty nine cat league style numbers, and that was a triple one threat that wasn't giving him he wasn't scoring a lot of points right, but he was giving you those juicy counting stats that counts the most those steals blocks, and threes, and he was getting getting them on the bulk or at the bulk right but the trade that happened. And I'm going to say this, and this is a dynasty trade, so I thank you f- for, for me seeing this. This is a, this is a one I, I definitely want to unpack a little bit here. So it looks like the trade was between, uh, you know, who, what side would you rather have, Marvin Bagley or Jonathan Isaac? So someone chimed in. It looks like they would say it's easily Isaac, but I'm going to be honest with you. Every trade that you make in fantasy is not always as easy as it appears because what about how's your team set up, right? Are Is it a nine cat league? Is it a points leagues or a points league? Is it an eight cat league, right? Is it a dynasty format? Is it a redraft? There's so many things to unpack. What type of league it is and how's your team structured? Is it going to help that team? Is it going to help your team, right? There's so many things that you have to analyze and look at. Just because it looks black and white doesn't necessarily mean it's black and white. So I wanted to make sure that is out there because from a standpoint from us, it may look like it, but it's not like I said, it's not always easy the case. But anyways, I won't even I won't I won't dig into more into to depth with that. But let's say it like this. So the trade was this. It looks like it was two. OK, so I want to make sure I read understand this had two throw in rookie draft picks second one will be low 20s in 2021, and one will be in the 30s in 2022. Okay, that's a pretty good deal. The bottom line is that you are get, going to get Isaac. Now, of course, with the ACL, and the reason why I even love Isaac more, as you guys know, I'm a faith believer in Jesus Christ, and he's a minister too. So he believes in the faith, so that even warrants me to even be more heavily to be a big fan of him. But that's neither here nor here, neither here, neither here or there or here, hair. Yeah, this this is when you know you're rusty at on podcasts, right? <laughs> but anyways, it's good to have funny dialogue to talk to yourself, right? But it's it's always amusing to have you guys on. Um, but no, this is a good trade. I know it's like it, it's a it's one of those things that's concerning because maybe potentially. Maybe he's not the same, right? So you are taking a risk. So that's that's another thing you have to also think. That you are taking a massive risk, but if you're building long term, it makes sense, right? Cuz you can in dynasty formats, you can either build to win now or you can build for the future. And for me, I'm a proponent of trying to win the first couple of years. But sometimes you don't have that opportunity to do that. 
It goes by how your team is structured and it would make sense if you are building for the future. Yes, take that risk. Know that maybe even it might take a couple of years, right? If sports is going to be still going because I'm going to be transparent with you guys. Like, listen, we're in our in the back of our minds, right? It seems like things are going to and I'll probably sh- I'll share that probably towards the clutch. There's there's no need to do that right now. <laughs> but uh as far as this trade goes, yes, Isaac it, I'm going to take Isaac, Isaac, the Isley brothers, Isaac over Bagley. Bagley is, is a nice talent, right? He's going to give you some solid usage rate, double double guy. He's not going to, he might sneak in some blocks, right? But he's not going to give you that upside of steals and blocks like Isaac would do that. That's just a massive upside. But Bagley is a good guy, you know, he's a good, a good guy to have. And that's why I said it's just not as easy as it appears. Now, you are aiming for ceiling here and the risk reward is I'm going to lean Isaac. So good deal. I'm glad that you did it, brother. Is it risky? Yeah, it's a little risky, but it's okay. That's that's what you got to do. Sometimes you just got to high risk, high reward. That's sometimes what you got to do in, when it comes to any format that you're playing in, right? Especially in a, in a dynasty format. Now I need to go ISO. In a dynasty format, just to give some reiteration, Typically, when you're playing in dynasty formats, you're playing in large leagues, right? You're not playing in a redraft league that warrants that you're doing a redraft. And I'm not saying the league is shallow, but it probably could be because you might be playing a 10 to 12 man league in redraft leagues. Dynasty leagues, I would hope you play more, right? But if you play in 12 to 14 man dynasty leagues, like I said, I, I would advise and suggest to play in bigger leagues, maybe at least 16-man leagues or deeper. But if you're playing like, you know, 10 to 12 dynasty leagues, if you're going to do that, what I suggest is expand the roster. And what I mean by that is expand, not doing the traditional, uh, how's the Yahoo setting? What, couple point guards and they have that guard, small four, four, you know, a couple centers. Make it three centers, right? Make it Make it like three point guards. Get get wild. If you're going to, like I said, if you're going to do a 10, 12 man league dynasty, that's what I mean by expand the rosters. Make more flex, which would also be utilized as a utility spot in Yahoo formats. If you do ESPN, that's fine. Fantrax is fine. You know, however you do it. As you guys know, I'm a big uh, person to do Yahoo formats in a sense. And you're probably like, well, how do you do dynasty formats through Yahoo? Well, you can do Excel sheets. You can do Google sheets, right? You can... Create dynasty offline like that. Have a good commissioner. Speak to them and work those things out, right? So I guess let me go ahead and transition to the clutch shot. If there is any other pieces of news, again, I will do the best I can, ladies and gentlemen. I I apologize of trying to get these episodes out. And I'm going to definitely, for that other listener, I didn't forget about you. I I am truly sorry about the college players. I'm I'm going to start unpacking that. It it makes sense, right? This is a dynasty podcast. I just been quite busy, but that's not a good excuse, right? Oh, yeah, this is what I was going to say. This let me before I get to the clutch shot, let me add a new fun segment, right? <laughs> Something different here. So the segment is called I don't like you, I don't like you, I don't like you. And just because I don't like you, that doesn't necessarily mean I don't like you, but this is where I'm going to go with this. So there's a player in fantasy, right? That I don't that I don't like not because I don't like him as a person, not because I don't like him because he's in the NBA, and not because I just don't like him, period, because that's not what it is. I don't like this person 
because this person doesn't do what I would like him to do in fantasy purposes in nine cat leagues, right? That doesn't necessarily mean he can't do good in other particular formats, but I don't like this person because he doesn't give the type of categorical stats that I'm looking for. And just because, let me get this straight too, just because I don't like him doesn't necessarily mean you, the listener, doesn't have to like him. You should probably like him, right? And it's absolutely okay. So who is the person that I do not like, that I don't like? I don't like you. I don't like you, Kyle Kuzma. I don't like the way you play. I seen him this last, one of these last games, maybe not this last game, he didn't do good, but the game prior before that, he was filling, he was filling buckets up. He was hitting a lot of threes, but I'm going to tell you right now, he doesn't do enough for me. He doesn't cut, he doesn't cut the salami. He doesn't cut the cake. He doesn't cut the bananas. That didn't make any sense, but you know where I'm going with this, right? I'm not a fan of Kyle Kuzma, the Kuz. The coos. I'm not a fan of him. I'm going on this ISO rant on you because I don't like you. I don't like you. I don't like you. Kyle Kuzma, if you guys are a GM that has him rostered on your team, please make sure he is just rostered on points formats because if he is in a nine-cat league and you have him and he's just jacking up threes, listen, and, and supposedly a point scorer, you got to understand he's playing on the Lakers. He's playing next to LeBron. He's playing next to AD. He's just playing on a team that... And it's, it's strong. You know, I ra- it's almost, let me say this. This is going to hurt some ears. You might want to cover your ears on this. I would, let me, shh, shh. I would almost, listen, I would almost, and this is, this is, maybe this is disrespectful, but you know what? I have a voice that I am allowed to not, I'm allowed to say what I want, right? <laughs> Without being held back. So I'm going to whisper this. Kyle Kuzma, you know who I would rather have on your team? I would rather have Danny Green. That is disrespectful. That's how I feel about Kyle Kuzma. I would would rather have Danny Green on my team because I know that I might sneak some (laughs) steals and maybe a block here and there. Yeah, that's that's just too grimy. But no, Kyle Kuzma, if you guys have him on your team, good luck with you. Hopefully he gets better because it's funny. Let me also say this to go even more on a tangent on Kyle Kuzma. Listen, I was hard on Brandon Ingram a couple years ago. Obviously, he just had an amazing season. I gave it to him after I gave him a hard time. Look what Brandon Ingram is now. Maybe Kyle Kuzma becomes that fantasy player, that fantasy darling that comes out of nowhere that could be a top 30 player. And if that ever happens, I'm going to basically laugh myself to sleep. I want the listeners to reach out and just tell me like, man, Starks, this is hilarious, man. Uh, you're, you can say you're a joke. You could call me whatever you want. Names. I embrace it. Let's just laugh t- together and have a good time. And I am, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I, I just want to say thank you. So let's go ahead and transition to the clutch shot. Um, the clutch shot is this. As you guys know, again, I am a faith believer in Jesus Christ. So a lot of my faith and a lot of the goofiness and a lot of me being transparent, it's going to always be honest and true the best way that I can, right? So I had, which is hard to say, I've had opportunities in different industries, right? But, you know, the Lord put on my heart that I I cannot do that. And the reason why is because if I put my heart into that, or if I, if I accept some of these um, that I'm humbled and thankful for the opportunities for, but if I accept it, 
the Lord put on my heart is that I'm going to go full fledged into it and put so much hard work into it that I'm going to forget about God. And God is the, the main source of everything that is important to me. So that's why I want to always share the faith of Christ in any way, shape or form. That is what's in me. We are in the closer set of end of times. I think it's apparent to see that. And that's why I was going to say before unpacking during like, what was it? The the Isaac segment that a couple years, you know, we were thinking down the road and we're still living here. But I will say this coming closer to the end of times. We are going through a lot and I am praying that we get through these times. Right. But a lot of people don't understand what the end of times coming up, that there's going to be more difficult times coming up. And in a sense, we can't be surprised if sports may not be something that's going to be continuous. Right. But we are going to continue to do the best we can and to believe that things will get better. And um, that that's what I want to say. So. I want to say I also appreciate you listeners, and I, it really means a lot that anytime that there's a response, whether it's good or negative, um, we embrace it, and we are grateful for you guys out there. We love you guys so much, and for the originals that has stuck around, I am humbled to appreciate you guys that are still listening in, because it's just the love and even the, <laughs> the disrespect that we take. We embrace it, and I am grateful and humble for you guys, and it means a lot that you guys still tune in. So without getting so much more gushy, it's going to be more gushy rants from time to time. But this is what the clutch shot is. Um, I don't have to hold back any more than I can say what I want through God if he allows me to. And that's what I enjoy doing because that is how I'm built and that's how I have to go about things. And that's why some people may not be able to partake some of the stuff that's said. But at least you know that I will do the best I can to be honest with you guys. <laughs> but in saying that, again, I love you guys so much. You can follow me on my Twitter handle. Uh, it's at Starks underscore industry. Ask me a question. I'll get to you at a prompt time. I'll do the best I can to do that. Uh, also, you can find me on Instagram now. You changed up. It's Jesus Christ follower underscore. You can ask me anything. It could be faith related questions. It could be fantasy basketball, fantasy baseball, fantasy football. And obviously, like I said, the faith of Christ, I don't mind to answer it. And I think that's pretty much it. Check out the site and um, that's really it. So with that being said, God bless you guys. Have a good evening, morning, afternoon, and take a ride.